0: And welcome to The Real Money Show, hosted by Guildhall Wealth Management. This is a show about the incredible potential of owning physical gold, silver, natural, fancy color diamonds... And what they could do to protect and make you money in these turbulent times? The number to call anytime one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. Online at the RealMoneyShow dot com. We got uh, Jeremy Weissman and Darren Long in here on studio today. Good morning, fellas. How you doing, John? Good. What is uh, what is happening? What is the update
1: we have? What it's uh, been an extremely busy week and one in which I can honestly say has been for Guildhall one of the better weeks we've had this year so far. There has been demand coming from left and right. We had some buyers that came out of country. Uh, we've been doing depository accounts this week. Silver is on fire everybody is hoping for a little tiny bit of a pullback. I don't know if it's coming. I can't really predict that in short term, but uh, because of the movement up, because of what's happening in the Ukraine uh, and the geopolitical problems with the West and Russia, there is a lot of information and people have been sitting on the sidelines for so long, John, hoping for this, that now it's just overflowing and people are coming to the forefront. I mean, let's face it, who shouldn't be buying gold and silver right now when it's this cheap, when the expectations are so great for something? You can only pull the over the eyes of the average investor for so long before they come to the realization that what they were used to making money in is no longer feasible they got to look for alternative investments and so many people are doing that right now and it, and it's
2: something that's really scary for a lot of people a lot of people don't want to change tracks they don't you know it's learning about a different market scary and unfortunately the the alternatives are are getting smaller and smaller We talk about it all the time on the show that there's no there's no savings uh, interest available to anybody. So the only way to make money um, is to speculate. There really is no safe way unless you're going to go into, you know, GICs and that sort of thing, which you're not beating the rate of inflation. So it's a very precarious situation if you have
1: amassed wealth.
0: Darren, I know you guys are having a a seminar coming very shortly, the Secrets of Wealth Preservation Seminar coming up on the 29th, plus you got some specials on Boyan. Tell us about it.
1: We do, and it's important. This is the way we can communicate and educate our potential investors. For those that are interested, that have been thinking about buying silver, gold, wanting to know about colored diamonds, or ready to invest, this is the place to be. Limited seating. It's Saturday, March 29th, 2014. It'll run from 11 to 1230. It's at the Supreme Event uh, Luxury Event venue at 8311 Weston Road in Woodbridge, Ontario. It's 8311 Weston Road, Woodbridge, Ontario. Guildhall Wealth, in cooperation with Guildhall Diamonds, is going to be hosting this event. Jeremy, myself, Paul, Nicole, everybody from our office, all the experts are going to be there, a chance to ask questions, a chance to get invested. If you especially don't have the time to come on a weeknight to the office or during the week, this is an opportunity for you. We're going to talk about physical gold and silver bullion, how to store it, how to buy it, what's involved, what does it entail as well as natural fancy colored diamonds. And this event is gonna bring all of that together in one simple setting and it is far more than a seminar. For those that have been looking to diversify their wealth, here's the opportunity. I mean, you shouldn't be sitting around. You should be going to the website on guildhallwealth.com. You can register there as well as Guildhall Diamonds. You can register there as well. You can call us. John, when you give out that number, people can use that number to register. Tell us they want to register for the event, and we'll get them in there. It is limited seating, and it is something that we believe would be extremely valuable.
0: The number, one 877 214 Talk about the special
1: on silver as well. Okay, well, for every 100-ounce bar of silver bought this week, after listening to the show, we're going to give... One ounce silver maple leaf free of charge for every 100 ounce bar of silver. In addition to that, every two ounces of gold that is bought, we are going to give a free one ounce silver maple leaf. These are what we believe will help people to understand how diversification works, how to hold more than one metal, how to spread your wealth out a little bit between one or more metals. And these are on accounts for people that are opening depository accounts, whether it's a premier or an elite account, You can take the silver uh, maple leaves home with you or put them in your account, whatever you like. You can even add more to it if you'd like, but those will be free of charge for anybody who buys a 100-ounce silver bar or two ounces of gold, and those are for depository accounts. In addition to that, we will be talking about natural fancy-colored diamonds later in the show, but I want to remind everybody... For the month of March, there is no tax. We will eat the tax wow. on all colored diamonds on the site, and so far it's taken off. We've sold three, uh, myself, alone, three, Three this week, and Jeremy sold some too. So everybody's on fire with that as well. Yeah, we we just put out a notice to uh, people who are on the Precious Metal
2: Advisor, as well as our diamond clients, and we've already had uh, several diamond clients uh, take advantage of that uh, discount, as well as people on the Precious Metal Advisor have already taken advantage of the discount. And we've sold, I think, four or five diamonds thus far. Uh, still, some to look at. We still have two diamonds coming in. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But uh, definitely, uh, this is one of those things where. If you're on the Precious Metal Advisor, you're going to get that news before before we air it on the radio. So you want to be part of that as well.
0: And you can get that at therealmoneyshow.com as Correct. well, right? Good.
1: We got a market update for you. As we're taping the show on Friday, gold is trading in the 1380 range up to date uh, information. This is the year to date movement in gold of about 14%. Resistance was smashed this week and we told you so. 1350 would be the resistance area and now it seems as though 14 is on the doorstep and we are literally looking for two closes above 14 to put very serious pressure on those that believe the price is going lower. They would be forced to cover and this could present a real good opportunity for a quick swing up of $100. In silver, as I do tape the show right now with Jeremy, we're trading in the 21.50 range. The year to date is about 9%. Resistance remains at 22 dollars twenty-two fifty. If gold breaches 1400 expect a move towards $23 to $24. Now, this week was good for metals. Gold rose in a single day on Thursday alone over a point and a half, one and a half percent, or $20 per ounce, and it hit fresh new six-month highs, uh, was earlier in the week five months high. By the end of the week, it became six month highs, and it's continuing into Friday. We saw the price up this morning as high as about thirteen eighty five, thirteen ninety. And uh, silver, on the other hand, rose by about two and a half percent, as well as just about forty five percent, forty five cents on Thursday. Well, right now, the biggest factor that's driving gold prices at the moment is the increasing tension between the West and Russia over Ukraine. Everybody in the market knows it's not a hidden secret. The EU agreed on some framework on Thursday for its first sanctions against Russia. Uh, And these are the very first set of sanctions since the Cold War. It scares the living daylights out of me, John. The market's been scared across the board. The stock markets in all of those arenas have been scared across the board. And this is a much stronger response to Ukraine crisis than many expected, and it's a market of solidarity with washington and and it's also a lot of posturing going
2: on with this because of course china is taking uh russia's side in this and russia has has turned back and said you know if you're gonna if you're gonna impose sanctions we can we can drop our u.s dollars we can have our allies drop u.s dollars we'll we'll avoid the u.s dollar altogether and trade uh with the yuan, trade with gold so there's certainly a lot of posturing there and you know it can cut you can have blowback when you try to do that, The impose these type of sanctions on a country like Russia.
1: And if you look at it across the board, I mean, even the senior American military officials have been making hawkish sounds and they've warned that they're ready for a military response to Russia. I doubt that's going that direction. I think that this is the day and age in which they play a lot of games economically and that's what the direction is going to be. However, the fallout from this, make no mistake, is either going to be in foreign exchange reserves by Russia dumping the U.S. dollar if it gets pushed to the brink or if it gets pushed in any corner. uh, And as a result, what is going to happen or transpire is that you will see gold skyrocket. And this to me is is an opportunity for investors not to uh, enjoy investing and making money because of the tragedies that are happening or might happen. But if you're in the right position to take advantage of it, it's an opportunity for you to better your future, to secure your future by using physical gold or silver.
2: And, and this falls into our, our four fundamentals of why we believe you should own uh, hard assets like gold and silver and natural fancy colored diamonds, because there's a lot of things going on economically. They do have fallouts politically. And this is this is one of those occasions where they're they're. Are, uh, clashing, where you're seeing both the economic and the geopolitical situation uh, coming at loggerhead, and uh, certainly it is a, one of the reasons why we think that gold has had a, a good move up in the last week and a half.
1: Watch for the headlines talking about frozen assets. If, if any of the countries involved move to freeze assets of Russia, that will be a push for Russia to move towards gold payments, similar to what Iran did. They would... Offer up the option for countries to buy their oil, uh, gas, and other natural resources via gold payments. And that's a big step in the wrong direction. We do not want to lose gold out of the West. This gold that is moving to Asia, we need to step in as investors and start getting some for ourselves. Because once it's gone offshores, I can assure you with certainty that it's not coming back. When it moves overseas, it's gone. And that's the game they've been playing for a long time. Up until this point, nothing but the confidence and the faith of the people that own those U.S. dollars has kept that market in check. There is no gold behind that. Believe me, what they tell you in Fort Knox is not there. If it was, they'd be touting it. They would have told you about it. It would have been audited. They would welcome an audit. But when it's not being audited and it hasn't been audited since the 50s, believe me, the stockpile's gone. They've either given it out, they've wasted it, or it just no longer exists. And that's the problem with our system right now.
0: A little bit about uh, bank downgrades happening again. What's the impact on gold and silver if this
1: happens? Well, bank ratings, it's a strange uh, situation right now. Bank ratings are getting serious downgrade uh, warnings uh, due to perceived bail ins instead of bank bailouts. And wherever they're changing the verbiage around the world uh, to be or reflect the need for bail ins, i.e., taking the money from the people instead of taking the money from the central bank, which is obviously the people as well, uh, there has been a thrash of warnings gone out from all the ratings agencies saying, don't move that direction. Now, let me refrain, or let me refresh our listeners memory here. If you go to page, I believe it's 144, 145 of the Federal Budget Guide for the Federal Budget Plan for Canada, you will see the verbiage sitting right there in plain day. It's a little bit complex around, it skirts around the idea, but it says that essentially, and I'm paraphrasing, that in the need, uh, if we ever come across a situation that's critical for our banks in Canada and they need to be recapitalized, one of the options is that they Will go to the investor to recapitalize that money,
2: and part of the reason that was put in is because in two thousand between two thousand eight and two thousand eleven, uh, several major Canadian banks were bailed out by the government, and so they do have to prepare for what for the eventuality that if, if things get worse, if if something like a two thousand eight event happens again, where obviously there's a more debts today and more currencies afloat that they want that. There is the possibility that that uh, going into customers' accounts is going to be one way to get the money.
0: Darren, give me some broad strokes about how to open an account with Guildhall.
1: John, it couldn't be easier. Remember, first off, this is a brick of metal. It's not paper. It can't be ripped up in half. can't be reproduced. You've got to dig it out of the ground. It's a very simple asset to own. We sell physical gold, physical silver, physical platinum, physical palladium, and natural fancy-colored diamonds. If you want to open up an account, you basically have three choices. Come to us and spend the budget that you've allotted for this investment and take the product home with you. That's the first option. The second option is to open up a depository account. There are two types, the premier and the elite, and you can store your product in our vault. It's ease of access. You get tons of liquidity. It's buying and selling on a phone call. It couldn't be easier in terms of going to visit the product. You can schedule an appointment. You can audit the product. You can get your serial numbers on the bars. This is something that very few people do. And the third way to own this is taking the both a step further by offering what's called collateralized financing, up to 80% of your purchase can be financed for you which gives you a ton of leverage if you're prepared and you're that type of investor seeking that type of investment so for hundred thousand dollars you could start with a little as a down payment of twenty thousand dollars and still control that hundred thousand dollars worth of metal it's another awesome way to invest so
2: if you're if you're new to
1: the investment
2: um, you want to start off small, Buying it directly, taking it home is probably the best way to go. Uh, we've seen people take delivery of 700 ounces of silver, you know, whether they bring a briefcase or a backpack, and they're always really surprised at how heavy it is. I think once you get past the $1,500, $2,000 mark of physical bullion in your possession, you want to really start to consider using something like the depository, which is outside the banking system. It is allocated, segregated. You can get the serial numbers on the bars. So I think once you're... You know, into the thousand ounces of silver or over 10 ounces of gold, that's certainly a consideration. And then as Darren mentioned, if you're looking to take further advantage of the market, if you are very confident in what's happening and that silver presents an amazing opportunity and gold presents an amazing opportunity, you might want to take advantage of the market, maintain your liquidity, use something like uh, collateralized financing.
0: You want to get more information anytime? Really, call this number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. The website realmoneyshow.com. Take a cyber stroll over there. Sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. And a reminder: the Secrets of Wealth Preservation seminar is happening on the 29th. That's a Saturday. And go to the website for more details on that. Lots more of the Real Money Show coming up, and more of the Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. The website the website, dot Sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor and tell us once again about the event coming
1: up, Darren. Secrets of Wealth Preservation Seminar, Saturday, March the 29th. It's from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the Supreme Luxury Event Venue, which is 8311 Weston Road in Woodbridge, Ontario. This is a very beautiful hall, and it's uh, it's accommodating for us. It's going to be a light refreshments. You're going to have a presentation on gold and silver and natural fancy-coloured diamonds uh, in and out of there in an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And it's a great way to improve your education when it comes to increasing your overall wealth getting a better return on investment by owning physical gold, physical silver, and natural fancy-colored diamonds.
0: want to get into this segment to kind of feel like, uh, like Letterman here. The top signs that the U.S. economy or economy period is heading toward another
1: recession. Scary. Well, listen, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. We've been hearing this discussion and this talk and these headlines for quite some time now, about the last four or five months. Are we heading towards another recession? And you're sitting here with a panel, and if Paul was here, Nicole, Steve, and anybody in our office – I think we'd all agree, and we're on the same page, that the U.S. really never has left the recession. If you call uh, the gross amount of people dropping out of the uh, the job market, the amount of poor housing values, the two huge parts of the segment of economy that mean are meaningful, uh, and and they're doing so poor. If you call that a, you know leaving the recession, then you know I don't know what else to say. But these warning signs are all here right now. So let's let's go
2: through some of them. Uh, we recently learned that the number of new mortgage applications in the United States had fallen to the lowest
1: level that we've seen in nearly 20 years. And what does that mean? Because if mortgage rates are at some of their most historically low points right now, and the and no one's buying, and no one's buying, what happens when they start to surge? And they will. Mark my words, we will hit a period of inflation. May not be hyperinflation, but mortgage rates will rise. And
2: this is sorry, and this is sort of saying that. That even with low interest, many Americans Can't aren't able to find the money yeah. to actually afford a home. Yeah, they're not lending. Because I know certainly, you know, I'm in my late 30s. I have friends buying and they said, oh, I can afford this much more home
1: because yeah, the interest rates. Easy. You know, people yeah.
2: buying way outside what would have been considered the norm, you know, 15 years ago.
1: I have a friend in Texas, have a friend in Texas, went to buy a home six years ago. Got it. No problem. Beautiful home in Texas. He's a salesman. Got a great job. They tell him, look, we want to move you back to Kansas. He says, no problem. You don't get a moving benefit, but your salary is going to rise. And it's going to rise substantially, 30% more base salary. So he says, hey, of course, I'm going to move my family back there. We're from Kansas originally. I'm moving back. Goes to move back, even though he's had a stable income. He's had no problems with credit, nothing. Guess what? can't find a house anywhere near what he bought in Texas mm. couldn't get the mortgage approved couldn't get what they needed unless they were willing to substantially downgrade couldn't justify the 30% jump in the value of the stayed income state in Texas state in Texas wow
0: we're and talking that's, about that,
1: the- that signs all over the place i mean that's happening everywhere we're talking about
0: the top signs that the U.S. economy is heading toward another recession. How about this one? Radio Shack announced that it's going to close more than a thousand, guys, thousand stores. Another sign of the retail apocalypse or what?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is happening all over the place. Radio Shack is a hallmark brand. Mm-hmm. It's been around forever, like, you know, here, home hardware. And yet we're hearing that in the U.S., a brand that's been around forever is closing its doors.
2: Yeah. And, and you know, you could probably say, oh, is it a victim of competition because you've got Best Buy now and tip. Typically, Radio Shack, I always viewed it as a place to go buy sort of cheaper electronics where you would go for an alternative for that. Or but solder. Fact, yeah, or solder. <laughs> you you're trying to fix I mean? your current electronics. <laughs> yeah. um, but the fact that they're closing is yet another nail in the retail coffin without
1: a doubt. Again, another uh, another clear sign that their economy is not firing on all cylinders the two big-to-fail banks are not making record profits. They're not seeing these jumbo-sized profits come back. And in fact, if you look at J.P. Morgan's example, it's laying off people. So have other large banks. And in Canada, you're seeing the fallout from that as well. RBC just recently announced layoffs. And, and, you know, J.P. Morgan, they've been caught
2: in so many manipulative schemes and had to pay so many fines for so many underhanded things. And you'd see them uh, quarter after quarter making profits. And and you knew why they were making profits. The game was definitely rigged in their favor. But now you've got um, thousands of workers being laid off. You're seeing, uh, you know, we are continuing to see suicides from from bankers, not necessarily just in J.P. Morgan. Uh, And in fact... uh, uh, Corzine's son, John Corzine,
1: found... the former head of
2: MF Global. Yeah, they robbed they robbed uh, customers' funds um, and defaulted on gold. Um, his his son was was found uh, a, a victim of
1: suicide. Greed has a funny way of doing these things. Moody's has just downgraded uh, the city of Chicago, and this is uh, making real, real big waves in the community, economic community, because Chicago is now three notches away from junk status. When you get to junk status, it's lights out, bankrupt. It's hello, Detroit. Really? So this is a very scary situation for one of uh, the U.S.'s most noteworthy cities.
0: It says here only 35% of all Americans say that they are better off financially than they were a year ago. That's pretty scary.
1: Well, if you extend that back to 2008, the, the number is even less than that. So... It is very scary, and the fact that people are not seeing their bank accounts grow, their savings accounts grow, and credit is back on the climb again. It was contracting for a very short period of time. Now, if you look at the year-over-year statistics in the first quarter of this year, credit climbed dramatically. You've got to the other problem that's adding to that is the fact that we're getting astronomically high, the highest in history uh, credit uh, coming out of people graduating from universities, this is cause for concern because that is now the single largest uh, area of credit and that is ripe for default because of the lack of jobs. And, you know, it, back in the end of the 70s when when
2: you, the U.S. was experiencing the same sort of uh, situation with, with stagflation inflation, um, you have to remember people did have a savings rate, and when interest rates finally did climb, Yes, there was a recession, but the market was able to absorb that in a very short amount of time because people did have a savings. Now, because of all the money printing, because of the low interest rates, people have not been saving, and this is completely against what the central banks have thought that they've been doing. Hey, if we try to spend money and get people to spend money and pretend like everything's okay, then uh, you know, people will just spend our way out of this recession. Well, now they've gone into debt and people have to people have a limit on their credit card of how much they can actually spend before they say that 's it i, I can 't spend anymore and is the economy
1: growing as a result we 've got we 've got two more points to cover here uh, really quickly only uh, in if you look at the data virtually all of the largest economies on the planet are slowing down right now from zero hedge there was a report last week talking about the last three weeks prior to last week saying that the macro fundamentals of the g10 major economies have collapsed at the fastest pace in almost four years in almost the biggest slump since the fall of Lehman Brothers. Now that is a huge problem because there has been a plethora of money printed to protect that event from happening. There has been an exorbitant amount of effort and time spent to bolster the economy and it has produced literally zero result for the guy on the street. The last point we wanna make, and probably one of the most interesting ones, is that if you're watching the economy, the US economy, it actually lost 2.87 million jobs during the month of January, according to the unadjusted numbers. Over the past decade, the only time the U.S. economy has lost more jobs during the month of January was in 2009 at the peak of the last recession. So this is not news you're going to get on headline day when you're watching the news or CNBC or BNN. They just don't care enough because they're trying to push their agenda, trying to make you think that things are good, get back to the paper, get back to the mutual funds, get back to the RSPs, get back to the stock market, paper, paper, paper. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of it because people need need to know the way to diversify, the way to protect yourself is to own hard assets. Get rid of your debt. Don't have good or bad debt. Don't go out and pump up your credit card to live day to day. Sacrifice the living now in order to have the better living later. Buy gold, buy silver, buy hard assets, fancy colored diamonds. That's the way you have to do it. And and people
2: are going to say, you're going to go to your your broker and they're going to say, no, don't touch gold and silver. They've been volatile. Of course, you know, we always say, yep, yeah, you're right. Short term, there's always been volatility. But over the last 10 years, both gold and silver are up over 300, 400 percent, which are which are re- representing great gains over year over year on the long term. And that's what you have to be thinking. So, you know, unless you're digging your heels in on, on and doubling down on, on bad investment strategies, you need to diversify a little bit, hedge your bets a little bit, and think about the opportunity in front of you with gold and silver. These are finite commodities that are in very strong demand, and at some point the fundamentals are going to clearly take over, and when they do, you want to have already been invested. You don't want to buy silver at $40, 50 You want to buy it while it's still below 25 The number, one
0: to start investing on in the website, therealmoneyshow.com. Darren.
1: Yeah. I have one thing to say about this because it does frustrate me a lot, and we're just touching on the point of paper and reinvesting in the idea that you can go back to the things you did that gave you success before. Yes, history does repeat itself, and there will be a time when this cycle changes and we'll be able to reinvest in stock and housing and all kinds of great things that we did early in the 2000s, but one of the telltale signs is simple. If you have, as Jeremy said, a financial planner, an advisor, somebody you trust, that you're working with, and they tell you not to own gold and silver physical, then they cannot know the story because we don't advise or suggest or condone the act of having a huge amount of your portfolio. In fact, the the most staunch bulls would only have maybe 20-25% of their portfolio devoted to gold and silver. But it frustrates me to no end because the question I want you to ask those people is simple. Do you make money if I buy gold and silver? And the answer is simple. They don't. So why on earth would they recommend it to you? Can I make a living, a commission? uh, Can I, through the sales of gold bullion or silver bullion, make any income? And the answer is no. 99% of financial planners and advisors can't make money through it, therefore they don't offer it. They don't understand it, they don't understand its potential, and they certainly don't understand the history that has provided us the opportunity to make money more millionaires in shorter periods of time than any other asset owned in the history of any marketplace. Look back to the 70s and you'll see it happen in a very short period of time in literally 90 days. There were more millionaires made in that period of time than in any other time in history per capita. And that's an exciting way to think about this market going forward. To get involved, you have to remember this is physical gold and silver. Guildhall does not sell paper. We do not deal in the future market options on futures. None of that. We don't sell stocks. We don't do ETFs. None of that. It's physical. Either you're taking it home or you're storing it with Guildhall Wealth. And if you want to store it with Guildhall Wealth, you'll have the option to collaterally finance it. We'll talk about a couple of examples in the fourth segment. I know we're going to be ending the segment and going to natural fancy colored diamonds, but get the Precious Metals Advisor. It's free for you for 12 months. It's full of jam-packed material. Do a Guildhall Wealth Management search on YouTube. I'll show it to you. Jeremy and I put something together this week. It's out there. Get into the marketplace now, and remember, go to the website and find out about the seminar coming up on March the 29th.
0: The website is therealmoneyshow.com, and the number is one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. The Diamond segment of The Real Money Show is coming up. And more of The Real Money Show. The number to start investing is one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. 877 214 1711 The website is therealmoneyshow.com. While you're there, sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. I want to remind you that the Wealth Seminar, the Secrets of Wealth Preservation Seminar, is happening on the 29th. It'll be at the Supreme Luxury Event Venue. The address for that is 8311 Weston Road in Woodbridge. And you want to take advantage, call that number and go to realmoneyshow.com as well. Guys, diamonds, let's talk about diamonds.
2: Yes, and you have to register for that seminar. Yes, don't, must. Please don't just show up because it's very limited seating. Um, Nicole is going to be at that seminar and she's going to be discussing colored diamonds, um, which uh, she also put together the 10-step guide for colored diamonds, which uh, has been going out the window very quickly. A lot of demand for that. We actually even got... Uh, um, a diamond company out of Belgium calling us, wanting to take a look at that ten-step uh, wow, guide cool. to colored diamonds, and they deal with white diamonds, and uh, apparently they, they're trying to get into the colored diamond market as well. Uh, for the month of March, we have been committed to um, doing away with tax March Madness on colored diamonds. Give you a great opportunity to save yourself thirteen percent on purchasing a colored diamond. Uh, we've already seen. Uh, Great response to that. We've sold some uh, amazing diamonds as a result. One of them being a flawless, uh, intense yellow that we've discussed on the show just a few weeks ago. It's already it's already sold. Uh, we've sold a, a three point zero two intense diamond which uh, we've held for I believe maybe about a year. A very large diamond. Uh, we've sold the blue diamond that we talked about several weeks back on the show. We've only held that for a couple months. So the the market is really on fire. People are really taking advantage of this of this uh, tax opportunity to save that. And uh, we encourage you to go to the website, look at what we have, get the 10-step guide. And uh, we also have a, a really good story we want to tell you about, about one of our new clients in, in Natural Fancy Colored Diamonds.
1: Well, it's uh, true. We had a client who bought, actually today, just before the show, we sat down and had lunch, bought a 3.2 uh, carat, Fancy, intense, yellow, internally flawless, radiant diamond. And um, the reason behind his purchase was quite amazing. In fact, he's one of our largest clients. He's great, uh, super duper guy. He understands silver more than anybody I know for clients. And he's been buying for quite some time. Now, he may not represent the average client, but he took the 10-step guide for fun He was in Bahamas, he was uh, down there doing some business, and he had it as reading material. He read it on the plane, and lo and behold, when he landed in Bahamas, he was conducting his business, and while he was out at the straw market in Nassau, of course, he went to all the jewelers. The big names are there. And he walked into a jewelry store, and of course, his wife's birthday coming up, he looked at some white diamonds. Now, he wasn't thinking colored diamonds initially. He had been predominantly involved in silver. In fact, all of his purchases were silver, but he thought, I better Check it out because what a great birthday gift. This would be a big surprise, big day. And he went up to the desk, uh, just as Paul had outlined the stories. They told him all about the diamond, told him he can get wholesale price. In a retail location, you can get wholesale price, no problem. And, uh, of course, they tried to flog a very low-quality diamond at a very high price. In fact, it was a 5-carat white diamond diamond. Uh, and they did not or elected not to choose to tell him about the clarity of the diamond. So we don't know what it was. But uh, we are anticipating this was nowhere near a high-quality white diamond. 67000 was what they wanted. We went back and looked at it, and generally speaking, a diamond that's 5 carats for 67000 a white, uh, would be very low-quality diamond. So he, in actuality, he gave me a call from Bahamas, and he said, is this the real deal? And I would give him my honest opinion. I sent him an email back saying what I thought the pricing should be based on what we would acquire the diamond for, and he was absolutely beside himself. He could not believe how much of a Mistake he just about made. In wow. fact, it was almost twice what we would charge. I told him before he told me the price of the diamond, 67,000, before he told me the price of that diamond, I gave him a quote based on what my suppliers would give to me, and he said, okay, they're charging almost twice what you just told me. And I said, that's typical, that's the exact story that Paul talks about, getting off the boat, getting excited about uh, making a purchase, in his case, off the plane, and he didn't make the purchase. And he almost single-handedly believes that the reason for not purchasing was because he was with Guildhall. He had the 10-step guide to buying colored diamonds with him and this morning, before we did the show on Friday, I sat down, had lunch, and he bought a three point zero two carat fancy intense yellow. Well,
0: the good thing, and we talked about this last week, Jeremy. The guard, the uh, the guide itself doesn't so much explain what a diamond is, how it comes out of the ground. It's a buying guide, it tells you it, how to buy the diamond if you already know what they are. That's yeah, exactly.
2: Key, right? This is this is you know we do have a an, an ebook if you want to learn about colored right. diamonds, learn about the market, learn about how it how to you know what investment grade diamonds are all about. The guide is about what you need to know if you're going to purchase a colored diamond um, so that you can buy it with confidence. I can't tell you, you know, Paul laughs about it, but it's so true. People ask you, what do you do for a living? And you say, you don't want to know because, you know, the wives are going to start talking and and they're going to get right on track and, you know, shop, talk, party, flop. So, um, but... First thing people will inevitably say, they'll say, I got this. What do you think? You know, did I get ripped off? Did I buy right? And that's what this guide helps you do. It helps you walk away knowing that you you, you purchased right, that you, got, that you got all those requirements in a row to make that purchase. And also with colored diamonds, Darren was just saying, you know, when you go to buy retail, even a white diamond, you definitely pay a lot of money. I can't tell you how many of my f- recently friends that have got engaged and they're asking my advice on these white diamonds. And I keep saying... You know, that white diamond's never gonna go up in price. Ever. You might you might one day be able to sell it for what you paid for it in in inflation terms, but it, it's never really gonna go up as opposed to a a colored diamond, especially an investment grade, that's constantly rising in value. And if you're starting off a relationship, why not start it with with that sort of investment in mind? So these colored diamonds are still a best kept secret, even though the market seems to be picking up a certain speed, but uh, still very new to a lot of people. A lot of people are still applying an old template, an old investing template to this new type of market. This isn't about old money. We're seeing new money coming into this market and appreciating it as um, a concentrated wealth asset that over time continues to move up. These, these diamonds of these quality that, that Guildhall has have never gone down in value. They just continue to move up. And what we're seeing is, as an example, you know what you could buy for a fancy yellow today, four years ago, you could have bought a one carat intense. And it's only going to continue on that trajectory. So learn about this market, get into the market before it's it's much higher in price, and you'll be very satisfied with the with the returns. It's funny you mention that.
0: People every time they see you, they say, hey, What do you think of this day?" It's like you're a doctor. I got this pain in my neck, doc. You should never tell them what you
2: do for a living. Exactly.
0: Right? Yeah. One eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. The 1711
1: dot com. I want to remind everybody of the seminar that we're hosting. It's the Secrets of Wealth Preservation Seminar. It's posted on both the Diamond site as well as Guildhall Wealth Management. It's Saturday, March 29th, 2014 from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the Supreme Luxury Event Venue. That's 8311 Weston Road, Woodbridge, Ontario. It's the first time we're in Woodbridge. Hopefully, we had a lot of people uh, requesting we come closer to them. This is facilitating that opportunity for them. Now, Guildhall Wealth, in cooperation with Guildhall Diamonds, is going to be hosting the this exclusive seminar event all of the experts from our panel will be there and we're going to be discussing physical gold physical silver and natural fancy colored diamonds how they affect your portfolio how to buy them what should you buy what amounts should you buy we're going to talk about the reasons why the markets are rising and we're going to spend time showing you some products so this is an awesome opportunity for you to get off the fence silver is super cheap right now colored diamonds uh, although we have a tax-free March, uh, certainly there's no doubt we will offer something in April perhaps that will be uh, good for buyers coming next month, but right now the opportunity to buy is there and of course if you come ready to buy if you can take advantage of that no tax.
0: And there's limited limited seating, so register for this as soon as you Absolutely. can. Absolutely, right? you can register so, on yeah.
1: the website, you can use the phone number you've been hearing the whole show, uh, you can go to guildhallwealth.com or guildhalldiamonds.com and you can connect and register there for the event, call us directly and of course you can bring somebody with you if you'd like. And and you really can't not help falling in love with these these diamonds.
2: Essentially, not only are they continue to rise in value year over year, they are beautiful. We do find that once people get involved in this market, they do want to buy more diamonds, mm-hmm. start to round out a collection. And for good reason, you know, I remember a time when you could Put your money in a in a bank account and get a good rate of return just by having the pleasure of leaving the cash in there, and that's in the in the business in the industry they colored diamonds are called money in the bank because that's what it is. Now there are two tiers to this market. There are that entry level tier with diamonds, let's say less than hundred thousand dollars. Smaller
0: Uh, yellows, maybe stuff like that. Yeah,
2: entry level fancy yellows get into a vivid yellow in (laughs) the in you know the forty thousand dollar range. And then, of course, you can get into a much larger type of market where it becomes a little bit the difference between, let's say, studio apartments and multi-million-dollar real estate, where essentially you don't have to wait years and years and years to see that return and find the have the profit in there to start selling it. Um, you know, buying. You know, we've seen. Uh, half carat reds uh, one carat blues the half carat blue that we just sold recently these are these are diamonds of a different market but it doesn't stop the regular investor from getting into the market either you know we can accommodate clients with as little as about thirteen thousand five hundred for a fancy which again a few years back you could have bought for uh well under ten thousand dollars but the prices continue to rise on both ends both the cutters and polishers both on the appraiser side. We have to constantly replace these diamonds at higher prices, and so the market naturally moves up, and that's that's a product of being a collector's market. In a collector's market, people are more on the buying side than on the selling side. And in the case of the Argyle mine, it's a finite amount of time
0: you're going to be able to pull stones from that mine, right? It's closing.
2: Yeah, and, and even then, Guildhall, or us at Guildhall, have very high standards for the type of pink Argyle diamonds that we'll purchase. Uh, we tend to stay... Away from the sis and we stick with the Vs diamonds and above, and just to clarify that, um, you know because you can't see it what we're talking about on the radio, essentially a diamond where the flaws stand out before the diamond that that would be an SI no. you can see it you can see it with the Negative. naked eye.
1: Those stand out very strong. The other point I want to make is it's important, and Jeremy's touching on this, to understand that this quality of diamond is not being found uh, everywhere in the world. It's coming from a couple of places in the world, predominantly out of Western Australia. So it's not like you can look around and say, hey, there are thousands of these diamonds. I'll just go to the next guy. Case in point, Paul was sourcing some diamonds. We talked to one of our distributors. He was in Hong Kong, the world's largest diamond show trying to find high-quality argyle diamonds. He found lots of SIs where the flaw stands out before the diamond. Right. When we step up from SI, we go to VS quality and higher, where you do need a microscope to see the flaws in the diamond.
0: It's a very slight
2: inclusion.
1: Correct. Like, thank you. And then from there, VVS and then IF. It's really good, John. Thumbs up
2: for John right there. Two
1: thumbs up. Bucking for employment, baby. He went all through that show, the supplier, went through all that show looking for diamonds for us. It wasn't a price point because, of course, whatever we pay, we make a fair margin and then we sell to the client. So we could have bought whatever we wanted. He found zero diamonds. And I repeat that, no supplier out of the Hong Kong show, one of the world's biggest diamond shows, had VS quality Argyle diamonds. They had some pinks that were there that were non-argyles, maybe Brazilian pinks, perhaps the odd couple from South Africa, but no Australian argyle VS2 quality diamonds. So that does tell you how long uh, it, we're going to have to wait for these diamonds. And the second point I wanted to make, just very short, Jeremy indicated that the starting point is 13,500. 12 months ago, guess what the starting point was for the same diamond? It was 10,500. That's just a year. That's one year. Wow. Now, that being said, the other problem we're dealing with right now that Paul wanted to make sure everybody realizes that there is a serious expectation that the Canadian dollar is going to slow down here, that we're going to falter a little bit more. And our expectation is that this could get as bad as 80 points against the U.S. dollar. Right now we're hovering around 90 and we've fallen, but there's about a 13% exchange rate difference right now. Because those diamonds are being bought in U.S. dollars, those that have bought the diamonds, they've just got a 13% bump right. you know, from par even a year, year and a half ago, two years ago. But because we have to secure the product, we are forced to make sure that when we sell a diamond, if it was being offered at one price and we have to put it up, some may say, hey, you just put that diamond up, no reason, no announcement the exchange rate. It means we have to pay more to acquire the same diamond, which means we have to build that into the margin. So there could be in the short term, some fluctuation on yellows and pinks because of the exchange rate. So I want people to understand how awesome the offer is that Paul made for no tax for the month of March.
2: It it certainly inspires the timing. It's a great time to get into the market knowing that prices could move up 10% just on the the cost alone for the exchange. Um, Also, speaking of those pink diamonds, uh, we've had a a really tough time uh, sourcing pink diamonds. Paul was able to source two pink diamonds, orangey pink. One of them has already been pre-sold before we even brought it into inventory. So these are things that are starting to get snapped up. Uh, We still believe it is a best-kept secret. It's just that as far as an alternative uh, to other investments are concerned, I think people are starting to see that prices are always moving in the right direction. Uh, You don't have to do a lot. You don't have to futz around with this investment. You don't have to buy and sell. You just put your money into it. You, you protect the diamond, put it in a safe place, and several years from now, it, it'll have moved up in value quite nicely.
0: We'll take one more short break. The number to call, one 214 1711 The website is therealmoneyshow.com. Sign up for the uh, Precious Metals Advisor. Once you're there, take advantage of and Make sure you get on the Secrets of Wealth Preservation Seminar. Limited space for March 29th at the Supreme Luxury Event Venue, 8311 Weston Road. This time it's going to be in Woodbridge, Ontario. Go to the website to take advantage of that as well. And more of The Real Money Show, the number to start investing you should know, one 214 1711 The website is therealmoneyshow.com. Sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor while you're there and have a look at uh, signing in for the Secrets of Wealth Preservation Seminar. That is happening on the 29th. The place will be the Supreme Luxury Event Venue. That is in Woodbridge, 8311 Weston Road. you got to sign on and register to be at this event. Uh, market recap. Darren, let's do it.
1: The week that was, John, it was a good week for both gold and silver. Thursday a big day for gold. It was up about one and a half percent. Silver was up on that day also, about two in a bit. Uh, percent and again, big jump, twenty dollar gain on Thursday. Trading in a range, the highest uh, range in about five six months. Right now at about thirteen eighty ish as we tape the show. While silver is uh, just pulled back slightly from twenty one seventy five range this morning to about twenty one fifty where we're taping now. And this week was really good for metals. Gold rose as I said on Thursday, uh, silver as well, and gold has risen more than. since the beginning of this year, and it's on that uncertainty over the pace of the U.S. economic recovery, worries about the growth in China, and the continuing geopolitical tension between Russia and the West over Ukraine. In the short term, gold may be a little bit vulnerable to a bit of a pullback, but that's a buying opportunity for you, the smart investor. So this is where we were through the week, and it was a fantastic week for buyers, and congratulations to those that did buy this week.
0: Worried about uh, interventions and all this money printing and all this scary stuff. When
2: does this this stuff end, Jeremy? Will it end? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, We can certainly look at where we've come. Uh, The Fed's wildly created money from nothing for over the the last five years uh, with the idea that it would spark the economy. Has it sparked the economy? Absolutely not. Uh, The intention was to help banks out instead of letting them fail, which I don't think anyone on this panel would would have agreed with. Um, and as well, the other mandate was to demonstrate that uh, long enough the, that they could create the economy looked as though it was improving um, towards the public at large and that, that they would believe them and start opening up the purse strings and spend their way out of out of these issues. Um, instead, it's becoming more and more apparent that the economy is not improving. And we went through that list uh, earlier in, in, in the show. Um, what we've gotten in return for this money for nothing policy is that we've got zombie banks. A debt up to the, to the next generation's eyeballs and a suppression of interest rates, and savers are forced to speculate. And this is one of the reasons why it's so important to hold on to gold and silver at this point, we believe. So how does it all end, Jeremy? well i think the I think the banks are going to continue to 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 pump the presses and and create money out of thin air and remember it's not just uh, the fed it's the Canadian government is spending money the u k government is spending money uh, Europe is spending money even with the austerity they're still trying to find ways to come up with new debt and I think as a result The value of currencies are going to drop. Economies are going to continue to sink. You're going to continue to see those type of reasonings we showed earlier in the show. And I think at some point, interest rates are going to rise and debts are going to become entirely unserviceable. And what is going to happen then? It's going to be one severe crisis. And I think if you're going to be trapped in in dollars, you're going to be part of that crisis. So you, you have to look for some sort of life preserver. And again, I think gold and silver are offering that in spades, which is why we think there's such a great opportunity because over time, uh, the dollars are going to sink and the purchasing power of those hard assets is going to climb exponentially.
1: If you look around, I mean, the, the writing's already on the wall. John, we talked about it just before this segment, and again, this is terrible news, but Quiznos, again, another huge chain of stores in Canada and the U.S., Filing for bankruptcy. That's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Radio Shack having tons of problems. I look at the big names though, Caterpillar, this is a sign of where we're going with manufacturing and large equipment sales which gives us a sense of what's being being bought and what's happening in the manufacturing sector. Caterpillar sales way down this year and uh, year over year so again. Real concern out there, if I remain in paper long term, am I going to see another cycle of downside? I guarantee you, I don't know what it's like for you Jeremy, but when people are calling and speaking to me at the office. There are very few people who call in and tell me they're excited about their paper investments and they're just using gold and silver as a little offset to get a little more boost. I rarely ever have somebody tell me that, oh, yeah, the last four or five years has been fantastic. I've got great advice and I've capitalized on those markets. Where were the planners and where were the advisors and where was the advice when the market plummeted? You could have made a million dollars. I mean, I'm using it just as a term, but I mean, you get the point. You could have made a ton of money if you were taking the risk at the bottom when the market flooded out. How many people were told to do that? Very few.
2: Well, I think there's also a lot of momentum buyers out there. I think there's a lot of people that they don't really, with all due respect, don't really want to do a whole lot of research. You know, they, they, they they have the concept of gold and silver being a hard asset but they don't want to necessarily get into the market unless they're seeing that it's absolutely catching fire then they'll they'll happily move in but, of course, this this does go against the fundamentals, and if you understand the fundamentals and understand that that the printing presses aren't going to stop. I mean, if they did stop the printing presses, it's, it's a, another minute or two away, away before there's another black swan event that they're just going to prescribe the same pills and keep printing money and keep doing the same thing over and over again. So I think it's important that you have to understand the fundamentals, and once people do understand those fundamentals, they can say, wow. You know, gold and silver are really, really cheap. I mean, we'll talk to people who say, oh, gold's expensive at, at almost $1,400 an ounce. But it's not when you think about what what your money could have bought you 10 years ago versus what it can buy you today. How much money have, has been created out of nothing in the last 10 years than there was 10 years ago? So, you know, you, you got to look at other scenarios around the world. Think about when Argentina's dollar collapsed. People... People ran out of that currency and into the U.S. dollar. Well, what's going to happen if the U.S. dollar collapses? People do smarten up very quickly, and people are not buying the recovery narrative anymore, and people are starting to be defensive. We've seen very strong sales in, in bullion and in diamonds at, at during a time where the market is not going crazy. And I think you want to get in before there's some major uh, profits to be taken off the table. Look, we're just talking today gold's up nearly 15% this year. What's held you back? How come you didn't buy it when it was at uh, at just shy of $1200 an ounce? Now we're trading at 1370. That's some great gains to be had and we're still thinking that gold's in a bear market, it's just waking up into into the the next phase of the bull market. The opportunities are going to be extraordinary. Silver is way more undervalued than 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 gold. People are buying Silver at a 70 to 1 ratio, 70 70 times more silver than gold, that's going to present extremely um, pleasant fundamentals
1: for owning silver going forward.
0: What else is coming up, Darren?
1: This week, we're going to be watching for resistance levels at 1400 in gold and twenty two in silver. A crossing of those uh, resistance levels and two closes above those resistance levels should move both gold and silver ahead. Wouldn't surprise me to see gold move slightly back over the next couple of days of trading. Good opportunity for people to buy. I want to remind everybody of the Secrets of Wealth Preservation Seminar, Saturday, March 29th, 11 to 12.30pm at the Supreme Luxury Event Venue, 8311 Weston Road, Woodbridge, Ontario. We had a couple of sellouts in the past. This is probably one of those events I expect the same thing to happen, so you have to get in as quickly as possible. It's an exclusive event, some light refreshments, and of course, all of the experts from Guild Hall will be there. In addition to that, you can register on our site for that. I want everybody to remember, this week when you buy a 100-ounce bar of silver, you're getting one maple leaf, silver maple leaf free with your purchase for depository accounts, as well as if you're buying gold. If you buy two ounces or more, for every two ounces of gold you're buying, you get one silver maple leaf free of charge. And of course, no tax on colored diamonds for the rest of the month.
0: You want to take advantage of all this, there's a couple of ways you can do it. The number is one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. 214 1711 The website is therealmoneyshow.com. You should sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. As well, you really need, if you're going to be getting into Natural Fancy color Diamonds, a 10-step buying guide, right, for Natural Fancy color Diamonds, which you talked about early, Jeremy. It'll uh, guide you through making that big decision,
2: possibly your first diamond, maybe your 100th diamond. You should still read it, right? There are so many things on offer from Guildhall. But essentially, you need to get into the markets. if you're going to make money, you have to buy a ticket and to enjoy the ride. We think that the, the time is right to get into physical bullion and including gold and silver. So give us a call, we'll walk you through, we'll give you all the information, show you the fundamentals, show you how to purchase a diamond, get onto the onto the precious metal advisor, and uh, let's make some money.
0: 187-18772141711 and the